Hello and welcome back to Where Are All My Friends. I'm so excited for this episode. It is with Ryan Labrada, who is an artist. And I found him through the craziest way yet, which was through a skate video on a YouTube deep dive, where I then found this entire project that he is a part of that inspires me more than anything I've seen in I don't know how long, which is the Erased Project with one of his long, long time friends, Luis Mora, which is basically like these friends that have come together and made this skate team and this clothing brand and these videos together. And it's just so inspiring to see a group of friends do something so big all on their own. He is a part of that, but more importantly, he is an artist. And I didn't realize it when we recorded this podcast, but it is a really cool chapter of his artist career where he is so focused in and tunnel vision on the project right now. So everything we talked about is so fresh and it's such this beautiful time where I'm sure we'll be able to look back on it and be like, damn, that's where it all started. So that's a brief introduction to him. Another very cool piece of that is he's also close friends with Swaco, who had that song Fast that you've probably heard and was his creative director and helped him kind of find his style as he was coming up. And a lot of the erased homies tie into the Swaco story as well. So as I was finding all of that out, I just literally became obsessed with this circle of friends and everything they were doing. And Ryan kept standing out as this piece where I was like, I need to know about you. So we ended up connecting. We ended up having this podcast and there were so many small world moments in it. He just has this rad story that I think a lot of people will be able to relate to as far as like being, finding what you love, being insanely inspired by it. And then the crazy journey that that takes you on to ultimately find what you want to do, which for him was the artist project. And for that reason, I think everyone watching and listening will love this one. So let's get into it. Where are all my friends? Ryan Labrada. I'm so excited for this one because this happens every now and then, mm. but it's my favorite thing in the world where I'll see somebody on Instagram, I'll see somebody online doing something and I'm like, that's cool. And then I'll kind of look a little bit further. I'm like, wait, that's really cool. And then it keeps going. And then I'll be like, okay. And then I'll reach out. And then you were down to do it. And I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah. And it's my favorite thing to like just learn from there. Like mm. I have no idea. There's so many things I've noticed that yeah. I want to know. But like I'm really like just now getting to dive into it with you. Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining. Thank you for being down. And I'm so okay. damn excited. I'm excited to too. ask some questions and connect some pieces because I feel like just off of the little bit of us chatting before this started, yeah. there's going to be some weird full circle things there, here. Yeah, there definitely has to be. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, dude. This is my first podcast. Ever. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to be on one, man. I'm an really? avid podcast listener. Oh, yeah. what, are, what are some of your go-tos? Uh, so there's this one, a skate one, the Nine Club. I don't know. Dude, I love the Nine I Club. I fucking love the oh. Nine Club. Club. Oh my god. Uh I'm into improv weirdly enough and there's this one called Comedy Bang Bang that's yeah. fucking sick. Yeah, I like yeah. I like Comedy Bang Bang. Um Do you ever go out to like I mean I guess before pandemic maybe shows are coming back now mm -hmm. but like the UCB like the little like stand up show. You know, I never like my whole like living out in LA situation has never led me to have like me time to like it there of course there has been me time but my me time was finally when kind of COVID happened and yeah. then I was like well obviously I can't now you can't yeah go. but like okay, so I would love improv. to yeah we that's we'll talk about that uh -huh. I guess but that's we got to do that sometime that's cool fuck that's sick yeah yeah okay so improv comedy bang bang uh -huh, yeah um fuck I can't think of I other love ones the now. nine club the nine yeah. club is like similar like I guess they get into everything, but like mm. that's a similar vibe of I'm always just interested in people's come up stories and like hearing specific details and all these stories. And I feel like they do such a good job. Like, dude, the uh, the Mike Vallely one. That, that like, one went on for like five hours. Dude. Yeah. That was and I was crazy. in it the whole time. The whole I was time, like, yeah, yeah keep going. for sure. Like, you gotta yeah. know. Yeah. You gotta know about all those stories. Like he got bullied and shit in the fucking dude. in the industry, and you learn a lot about the industry. Yeah. It's sick, dude. I really, yeah, yeah. That's sick. That's sick that you also like the Nine Club. Oh my god. Well, because like my this is not about me, but like my roots was skateboarding and cars before I ever did anything in music. Yeah. And then I kind of like went down the music career path, kind of thing. Yeah, kind um, of the same for me. Yeah. Well, we need to hear about this. Yes. Awesome. So that's kind of why I still pay attention to all that stuff. So, okay, to get into this very, very briefly in a quick summary, tell yeah. a listener who doesn't know who you are, who you okay. are and what you do, and then we'll dig back and get into the start of it we'll, all. We'll, we'll circle back. Yeah. 
So for the listener, my name is Ryan Labrada. I come from actually a small town called Carson City, Nevada. It's next to Reno. I just tell people Reno because it's like people don't know about Carson City, which yeah. it's the capital of Nevada. So people should, but they don't. They think Vegas is. Yeah. And I know you're from Nevada because you say Nevada, not Nevada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that too. Fucking yeah. we can tell. We can weed you guys out. <laughs> um, yeah. Small town. Small town boy. Damn. And uh, yeah, I and guess skating was the start of it all. Yeah, because now you're kind of in this cool spot where you're skating, you're making music. Mm. We just found out that we both like cars. So yeah, like similar, similar hobbies and interests. Yeah, yeah, here. definitely. Yeah, uh, I forgot to mention the things. Yeah, I'm a musical artist right yeah. now. That is my uh, occupation and what I love doing. So yeah, and whenever. you've been hard at that. Like you literally just came from the studio, right? I, yeah, I just, I just came from the studio. Yeah, so yeah. I made a good song. I might have to show you later. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so a lot of what I want to hear is I don't know if I found your music first or if I stumbled upon you in some of like the erased videos and all of that mm. skating. Because mm -hmm. I kind of like, that's like my YouTube late night deep dives. Like it's yeah. like music, skating, cars, for sure, whatever. For sure, yeah. And I kind of yeah. stumble upon that. And where I'm really interested is you feel like you're behind the scenes on some pretty <laughs> cool come ups to me. Thing. Like, I feel like you, and correct me if I'm wrong, explain the stories, uh -huh. but I feel like you were a big part of the initial Swaco come up or a directing yeah, no, factor. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, that, that's for sure. That's you have been valid. a part of a lot of the erased stuff that I've seen. I don't know any of that circle. So uh -huh. like just from the outside looking in, yeah. you feel like you are a key piece yeah, of that's, that. Yeah, that's the family right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're also making your own music, but yes. it feels like, and that is having success. I'm watching that grow, but it Thank also you. feels like you've been around other artists that have like full, full, like blown up and that's become <laughs> like their life. Yeah, life. yeah, for sure. So that's all the things I want to hear about. So I guess take me back to like growing up in Carson City and like what, how this all, how that gets to hear what I'm seeing and how I'm like, yo, who yeah. is this kid? Oh, for sure. Okay. So definitely growing up, uh, being ethnically ambiguous in a small white town was yeah. kind of like, I already knew I was different. So I kind of wanted to like embrace it more in front of the, uh, in front of everybody that like would give me weird looks and shit. So I would always like dress different and shit like that. Yeah. And I was just so like, I gravitated towards the way skaters dressed that was what got me into skating was the way they dress oh like style yeah it was the style so, yeah oh, it was crazy. the style and fashion more i saw the way they dressed I was like fuck that's so sick like those big ass shoes big ass pants Yo, like i like love cyrus d3 mm -hmm. yeah dude like oh my god i was a fan bro i was linked i didn't care about like skate like the the act of skating i didn't care about i cared more about what they were wearing wow like and uh i remember seeing uh cory duffel fucking him wearing skinny jeans changed my life bro i was Whoa. like fuck i need skinny jeans yeah. so like Isn't that, that was, funny how it's like reverting now yeah no it's going back to baggy <laughs> yeah. which is sick i love it i'm here for all of the fucking the fashion changes um but, but so yeah. you saw the fashion side of skateboarding first and like was, trying yeah. to stand out you're like this is it this, this is, is yeah it. that okay. was i was like they look so different and so cool because i saw different ethnicities were doing it so i was just like yeah. this is something i can get into because it just felt like like all the other sports kind of had their like their their niche you know yes. it's like you have to be really big you have to like be like fast tall and stuff like that and i was just like wow i'm not really fitting that mold <laughs> like i probably in high school was even shorter than i am now so it was like you know or middle school too like i was a little guy so it was just like yeah like get in where you fit in pretty like much on the basketball team yeah i knew, I knew yeah. as much as my dad my filipino dad wanted me to every filipino dad wants their kid <laughs> to either be a nurse or to play basketball and it's like the realistic one was nurse so i was just like let me choose something else yeah you're like i need to figure this out yeah for sure okay so you grow up you're you gravitate towards the style fashion side of skateboarding yeah and then like what age is that? Like where do you like what age do you get your first board? Um I, like my first actual board, my yeah. uncle took me. I was like 12, I okay. think yeah. for like 
my 12th birthday i'm almost positive it was my 12th birthday i remember i got an element deck yeah i even element deck industrial trucks i don't know if you remember industrial but they were like around for a brief moment of time you like unlocked a piece of my brain like they had a little eye logo for their trucks yeah so there was industrial trucks and i had mini logo wheels with mini logo our bones red bearings yeah and that was my f- whole complete first setup my uncle took me and fucking ever since then i hit the park and was like yeah this is sick okay yeah, yeah. so like right around like that 12 year old age like uh-huh. you got into it at a pretty young age pretty young yeah, yeah. maybe i was 11 i could be mistaken yeah. but i feel like more people know their age at when they started but i'm so like muddied I'm kind of similar like yeah. that. Like I remember, it's funny that you remember your first complete because I do too. I remember I was like about 13, something like uh-huh, that. And, like yeah. your skate shop complete, not like the Walmart. No, yeah. I, I, let, let me reiterate. I did have a board before that, but right. it wasn't a fucking my own complete. When you get your yeah. skate shop complete and you get to yeah, build it. That's yeah, that's like, the life changing You're like moment studying for the a CCS kid. catalog for, for like three sure. months before for you sure. get to the shop. Exactly. Yeah. I knew that I was going to get a, a board for my birthday. So I was like, what are the kids fucking skating? And you're super into Viva La Bam like I was super oh, into Viva yeah, La Bam and shit that's like, like that, that so era. I was all like element fuck and I was yeah so yeah I was like yeah fuck yeah okay cool so you get the board you go to the skate park are you good out the rip or do you suck like do you the, <laughs> were you making friends like that like wh- where how's that go I, I was just fearless cool so I would like jump off big shit okay and that was kind of what got me into like hanging out with the other kids that skated was because i was just like yo point me to the next stair set like i'll fucking ollie it oh shit yeah so that was kind of like my in of skate that was like what was defining for me and also because i watched like baker videos and like Corey duffel like i just said like if you watch them they skate big shit so i saw that and i was like that's yeah. what a skater does they learn skate how to skate shit. fast yeah. and jump over i didn't know shit. about ledge skating or any of that like growing up so it was just like big shit find the biggest thing in your neighborhood and all yet yeah and that's also like viva la bam like he had kind of a different style but like also did yeah crazy definitely shit. being yeah. like gnarly and just doing that yeah so adrenaline junkie type shit that was like what i was into okay but then you also didn't move out to la until you had grown up quite a bit more than that so like yeah, were your sure. teenage years still in carson city yeah okay. yeah a lo- yeah definitely like my whole high school career well not my whole high school career because like maybe when i was senior i uh like kind of dropped out i didn't I, t- I got an adult diploma. I did that too. Okay, yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah, so. <laughs> like I have a diploma, but, but I just didn't like do the graduation I didn't do the whole thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. When I was doing that was I met, um, I have a friend named Jordan. He's a big model now. I, I'm pretty sure he like works for like, he does like set designs for like the weekend and shit. Like, oh, but cool. he was from back home. His mom is a famous YouTuber. Her name's Candy Johnson. Whoa. And uh, you know your mom's being famous either. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, right? And so they invited me to go with them to LA to go to Disneyland. And uh, it was my first time ever going to Disneyland. And I was just like, dude, th- like, this is sick. Like, living the life that they live because I grew up not wealthy. So yeah. I like what I saw, what they had going. I was like, that just seemed like LA life to me. I was like, this is sick. Yeah, like you go and you're just like, oh. Yeah, getting the hotels, the nice food, the people. I was just like, whoa. I was like, this is life. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So you get a taste of that. You see LA. Uh That's it. Get your adult diploma. Did you think about college or like what was? Oh, no. Not at all. (laughs) College was because I was already like not having a great time in school, like Mm -hmm. high school. So it was like that didn't seem fun sitting in a chair for four more years. Yeah. So, so then, like, were you like thinking that you'd go pro or like where what was your headspace at like around that time? Um, my headspace at that time was it wasn't necessary. Like, it was more towards like YouTube and skating. I was like, I'm gonna be a YouTube skater. Like, I'm gonna make it big on YouTube and skating. Dude, it's so crazy you say that because I feel like as I see the people that are next up, like, there's this whole world of like youtube and skating and it wasn't always like that no for sure no and it's so i mean that's what i love so much about like all of the erase project is Mm -hmm. i'm like this is something so special because Mm -hmm. you don't have to get sponsored by some team or like go am on a certain like you guys made your own everything yeah and like 
YouTube. Like you uh-huh. can use that as this vessel and it's like, I don't know. I just feel like that's, that's the next wave of skateboarding. For sure. And it's like, I, I, I forgot to mention this, that Luis, the owner of a race, we grew up together in the same town. Oh, he's, I didn't even know that, that he's from Nevada? Yeah, Carson. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. So me and him are the only ones though that grew up together out of what? all of it. So he's, you guys go back then? Oh, we go back. Yeah. Like way back. You're like day one with day that one. whole him get, and was he putting you on YouTube game or were, were you like, were you guys getting into it We were back time? and forth. Yeah. We were definitely back. He was so focused on making stuff look good filming like he's very anal with making sure that shit looks yes. even to, ever since we were kids yeah like when we were filming our little skate videos as kids like he was anal that it looked good yeah so he was he's always had a vision yes and he was more so directing me with like building my own vision too because he was always like ryan like you can be a star like bro just have to like focus and i've always had a hard time focusing because i was always like fuck off and do some other shit but like definitely as of that. recently i've fucking i've started focusing and sitting down and like listening but yeah he's he's been my day one he's fucking that's nuts uh-huh. so what age do you guys meet because that's a huge part of the story oh man probably like 13 oh my god yeah so you guys like you're day one like as yeah. you're getting into skateboarding like yeah. all of it like yeah his first camera he's like yo you skate let me film something like exactly okay, yeah wow. exactly yeah holy fuck yeah so then like by the time you're out of high school are you guys both just like la we're going there like is that so i had a friend oh my god there's so much shit links i had a friend named ben and his sister is a famous model her name's tiana gregory and she had an apartment out here and he was like yeah you guys can come stay with me and but we only originally came out to stay with them to go to the illegal Civ premiere, the first ever one that Mikey Alfred had. Is this connecting a dot with you? I mean, it's just like, it's not like a specific person, but it's just all of my interests coming together. And it's like that cool thing of like, you pay attention to the same things. And like, that's oh, really yeah, no, exciting no, for to sure. me to yeah, we you were, went yeah. to that. Yeah, no, we, we came out here for his first ever premiere that he did in front of his house. Like he literally put, but was fucking crazy about the premiere was that frank ocean tyler the creator like they were all just standing there with us like watching it and that was my like first experience of going out there as like just me what year is that like what around that time i want to say maybe like 2014 or 15 around there so i feel like i'm late to the party because i kind of like I broke so many bones doing stupid shit when I skated. So like I kind of stopped skating and like went double down on like the tour music thing. Yeah. And I was so deeply focused in music and everything at mm-hmm. that time yeah. that there was this whole wave of skateboarding that I missed. Yeah. Like I didn't pay attention to skateboarding at all. So yeah. then when I like I found Illegal Civ like I mean, dude, probably like 2019. Mm. So I missed those OG days. So yeah. you're saying this and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So like that's that's cool to hear that. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, we yeah, we just we literally went to that first premiere and it was like life that was life changing for me. That premiere cuz I got to see I'm almost po- no, I don't think it was a Cayman, but I'm pretty sure it maybe it was like a GT3 or something like that that Frank Ocean like got into. He rolls up it in was, a GT3. Bro, it was the sickest shit ever. I was just like dude, like, I feel like they're I similar knew- like they're like music people that also like cars like they're like that breed like they yeah get it. him they and tyler the creator yeah. and oh yeah i could tell like off rip i was like yeah so you're there and you see that and you're just like oh. it's like the same similar interesting so it's yeah. like you see they're there they, they make music the nice cars the skateboarding i was like other people are like this because i didn't believe that that was real especially like, from some small town from shit. yeah the small town that i was in i didn't think I was like, there's a whole nother world that is enjoys nice clothes, music, skating, and cars. I was like, sign me up. Yo. So that was how I fucking moved so out to here. That day you were just like, I that need day to was like here. I knew, like, I knew for a fact I was gonna move to LA. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. And you're what, like probably right around that graduating high or getting mm-hmm. out of high school. Yeah, like I didn't I don't think I actually officially moved out here though. And like I would come back and forth, like yeah. make trips, fucking drive um my integra fucking yeah you know, funny story actually the the rest in peace moment of my integra was driving out here 
because I hit a fucking pothole on Laurel Canyon. And because I had low profiles, I was slammed all the way to the ground, fucking exactly how you're supposed to ride your Integra. That's but absolutely there's a right. big ass fucking pothole on Laurel Canyon, knocked my transmission out. It stayed in fucking second gear and would not go out of second gear. So it was like my car was just fucking like sitting there, like I couldn't turn it on because it would just stay in second gear. So I was like, fuck. There goes the Integra. Holy shit. And I guess backstory for the listener, like our first moment of bonding was like randomly being like, oh, are you into cars? And finding out that we literally had the exact same generation, same, basically same year Integra. Yeah. It's so weird. Those like little nuanced things. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so crazy. I love that. Because it's also a differentiation. Like I was not a 240 kid. I was not a full-on drift kid. I was yeah. a Honda kid. No, no, no. Ha- yeah, to be mm-hmm. exact, I was a Honda kid. There was nothing else that was... I mean, obviously, when you're a Honda kid, there is the level ups that you want. You want the STI. You want the... Uh, oh, And yeah. that was, my again, got to why I was like... Back. Dude, that's my friend got an Evo. It had literally one of the most beautiful Evos, and I was so jealous. Bro, I was dude. like, "How did you make that happen?" Dude, it's like the craziest thing. Yeah, had the Evo eight, and I was just like, "Fuck, that thing is beautiful." Like, you have your friends too that have their crazy ass cars, and you're just like, "Yep." You have your Honda, but yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. you aspire yeah, to like, be. You can go to the meets, like mm-hmm. you're the same breed, but, but then I you're think just like God, Honda kids. Nice. I think Honda kids are the ones that understand the grind and they respectfully want to level up and now as i've met like more and more successful people in la that are like similar interests Mm -hmm. everything we just said they'll have crazy shit now and you'll Mm -hmm. talk like oh it was your first car and they'll be like yeah crx or something like that and you're like brother like you just like it's like that we just connected it's crazy because that's how me and one of my like best friends now marcos he's a part of the erase project too that was how me and him connected was our hondas dude that's yeah i no. love that yeah okay so you get a taste of it you see it you're like this is my fucking place you're going back and forth r.i.p integral laurel canyon yes but you finally make it out here mm-hmm. and is that are you and Luis like were you did you move out at the same time like did you go to the same like did you move into an apartment together like i don't know yeah um so we did originally move in together <laughs> i couldn't find like i couldn't make rent so i had to move back oh, <laughs> and fuck. they they were the only ones out here like because Luis was doing like some filming stuff for another skater lamont holt so he was getting paid by lamont at the oh. time to film him and do that so he was making money but i could not find a means of uh pay i guess while i was out here what sucked was though when i moved back active the skate shop hit me and they're like hey like uh we got your application like did you want did you want to start tomorrow and i was like dude you gotta be fucking me like of (laughs) course the like the week after i moved back they called me and said they checked my application it was good so i was like it's normally the opposite story rick i was gonna have to move back and on the last day active calls me like you're like no oh no yeah no it wasn't a beautiful story i got i had to move back and fucking work at my grandpa's car shop and fuck then i worked at like a winery and shit i've I've worked some crazy jobs the bullshit jobs the bullshit jobs you have to work them you do like kids these days they don't, don't think they have to, but you do. I spun it builds a sign on a street wearing a Santa Claus uniform. Amazing. You got to yeah. do it. You have to. You, you really have to. It. You got to put in the due diligence because <laughs> then you'll never be able to fully appreciate the nectar, the fruits of your labor. I fuck with you. I had a feeling. I didn't know <laughs> that there would be this much. Fuck yeah. Okay, so you go back. So you have like this back and forth. Like there's this whole grind to properly get here, but... Mm. And probably since the day that you like knew that LA was your spot, that's probably all you could think It's about. all that was on my mind. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I had my own fucking problems at home, but it was like I was having to deal with like balancing that and trying to move out to LA. So, it was like one night I just literally said, fuck it. I took my dad's extra truck that was unregistered and no no i had no insurance it was not registered i took it and i told my mom i was like i'm i gotta go i was like this is it because i was just like that life is not gonna get better here so i was like i know life is gonna get better out there for me so i took the truck i was scared paranoid the whole time fucking driving i was chain smoking fucking cigarettes on the way i was just like bro like this is crazy why am i doing this but i was something made you do it 
yeah it, it was just like i was like i'm getting told like god was in my ear like this is what you got to do and plus two i knew that a model agency wanted to sign me at the time okay so i knew like i had some backbone of coming out here i knew i could get some jobs doing that so then i came out here i signed with them and um funny enough illegal civ the the dude olin pernat that's he that was his agency that's how i found them was through him because oh wow that's so crazy i'm just linking that in my head right now that he was a legal civ i came out here watched that premiere fell in love with it and then the model agency that wants to sign me is the one that he was signed to because i knew because of him oh the shit. kid that's the star of mid 90s or yeah. yeah yeah so i was like fuck that's it yeah that just checked in my head right now oh my but god yeah, fucking, it's crazy for me because again it's like this is me catching up to like what I consider like this next wave of like what skateboarding is. Mm. And you're telling me these stories where you're like, yeah, like I met them here and this connected to this. And I'm like, oh, fucking cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right. So you get this modeling agency thing. Uh -huh. You're back out here. Yeah. And then like, I guess so where it's really interesting to me is you do a lot of things like and you're good at a lot of things like thank you yeah so are you still like are you going out filming skating when you get here are you focusing mm. fully on modeling have you thought about music yet like how's this no, all coming music, together music was not in the thoughts at all uh i did i came out here we were filming our skating stuff we were um yeah i was doing modeling stuff and that was you know paying me getting getting me food and shit like that so i wasn't completely starving and broke out here and erased did that exist yet no it, it was in the works though okay. so it was definitely like starting okay my friend jarell is yeah. the, yes okay so my friend jarell i knew from skating and just way back he got evicted from his apartment so he moved in with uh Swaco. Right. So Swaco and him were living together and I I was homeless out there in LA. I was like, "Yo, Drell, can I crash with you this week?" Like, and he's all like, "Uh, yeah, sure, let me ask Swaco." <laughs> and Swaco barely knew who I was, but he was just like, mm, "Yeah, fuck it." I haven't met him, but I feel like that's a very like from the demeanor that I've seen, it's very much just like, "Yeah, fuck that, it." That that's literally, <laughs> yeah, definitely how he is. He was just like, mm, "Yeah, fuck it." <laughs> And like, that's how he talks to me. He's like, mm, okay. <laughs> so like I fucking, I pull up there and he's like, yeah, there's like, you can sleep on the couch. Uh, he's like, I sleep on this little twin bed in his room. He's all like, we can switch out sometimes in the week. And I was like, fuck. I was like, whatever it takes, man, I don't care. And they were so welcoming there. Like his dad, Swaco's dad, amazing dude. Like one of the kindest people i think i've ever met okay he was he was just took me with open arms and was like yeah you can live here just you know he didn't even care he was he'd feed us like he came like he came back with breakfast burritos this morning and i, was, I just stayed there for two days He's like here you go and i was like fuck like dude this is sick where i guess like this ties into exactly what i know and like some some of the pieces that i want to ask because one of the one of my moments of being like, I need to talk to Ryan mm. was the little documentary that Luis made about yeah. Swaco. Yeah. And you're explaining this. And I'm like, that was a moment in that little documentary where I'm like, dude, his dad, like if it weren't for people like him, dreams wouldn't come true. For like sure. those parents that are just for like, sure. yeah, like any other parent would just be like, what the fuck is going on? And they're just oh, like, 100%. No, do it. like, yeah, that's so sick to hear yeah. you explain that. No, 100%. Like, yeah. What got me moved in there was I, I moved in and, um, I've always been like the, the fashion guy, the style guy. So I moved in and he, just kind of dressed like a dork and we've talked about this before so yeah. it doesn't matter uh <laughs> he old photos yeah him, like, he, he was cringy so i i came in but i heard his i didn't know that he made music like how he did and uh <laughs> they were he has this little back studio in his house and he was bumping music on his rocket eights yeah. and fucking i was just like damn like this shit is good. I was like, your music is fucking good. And I didn't really process it until I was driving in the car, his Mini Cooper. He would he would drop the top on his Mini Cooper at night and we he would bump songs that he just made or that he wanted to show us. But <laughs> you had to, the, but the, the thing is you had to go into the Mini Cooper. You had to stuff in, didn't matter how many people wanted to hear the song, you had to get in his Mini Cooper and he would circle the Pasadena neighborhood and we would listen to his songs. And that was when I knew, like that was when I clicked in my head. I was like, dude, you're gonna be a star, bro. I was like, 
but you dress hella whack. I was and like, that's where you came in. And the that picture, was, yeah, where that, that was where like I came you're in. So passionate about your modeling. Uh-huh. Like it's like something you live and breathe. So you're yeah. like, I got you. I was like, yeah, let me, I was like, let me help you out on that end. He's like, all right, if you help me with my style, then you can just live with me. He's like, that, that was our deal. So I was like, all right, let me make sure you're good on the style end and you just focus on the music. Dude. So that was that. Yeah. Holy fuck. And that explains like, that's, I, again, I, like, I see you in these pieces where I'm like, I need to know. Like, yeah. you've been around all of this stuff and that explains that. Like, that's uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. And ha- has that been like, have you been an I more than even just him? Like, is there like other stuff like where as the friends are coming up or like as a race project is happening, like you're like. Yeah, you know, I mean, this- Luis would vouch for it too that I helped with the style of his style. And I mean, I think he said it before in videos. Where just kind of like if I see that my friend has potential to do something, even with the friend I was talking about in first beginning of my story with his mom being a YouTuber, I would like be like, yo, you should wear this or something like that. And he's like this fucking insane. You go to any PacSun, you'll see him on there. Oh, shit. But like, yeah, I would be like, yo, you should like wear this. This would look sick with what you have or something like that. I would always like have a style in mind for my friends and it most of the times they would like listen to me and trust me for whatever reason but it would help they fucking yeah their style their whole direction of their shit would change so dude so crazy okay so you get welcomed into Swaco's dad's house Mm -hmm. you're helping him with his style Mm -hmm. you're still not doing anything music wise yourself yeah no so skating erase hasn't happened yet yeah and you're doing the modeling thing Mm -hmm. yeah so what happens next uh what happens next was that i literally i mean music for me literally didn't start until a year ago oh oh shit yeah it's crazy because like i don't like i don't know the progression of you like all it is is my like seeing everything now so like i'm like oh cool you must have been doing all of this Mm. for this long so it's so crazy to hear you no it's it's recent because i've always looked at myself as like the behind the scenes like you said the the guy that works on the other stuff so that's how i always saw myself yeah but everybody would tell me otherwise they would just be like yo you got to be the you got to be the singer man you got to be the artist like you can sing you can make music they're like just do it just do it on your own and i was like i finally listened and finally started making my own music holy shit yeah And that's cool too that you have the support of your friends because like something that I feel is like now through the videos that you guys have made, you can kind of put on early talent that you believe in, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think I heard one of your songs on a street edit, like a Luis Mm -hmm. something. And I was like, oh shit, what is this? And then I'm like, oh, who's Ryan, right? So it's like, I feel like that's one of the coolest things you've built. And like that worked for Swaco as well a Mm -hmm. little bit. like. That's so cool. And that's so cool that you have the support of your friends and like it's all come together in the way that you can do that. Uh And for sure, Swaco helped me with making music too. Like, cause he would, cause before he was even an artist, he would record people, produce for them. He was more of a producer himself. He wasn't the actual artist. He was the guy who made beats. Like, I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, 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 he was yeah. a beat maker on Instagram, would make beats out of like wacky shit. That's right. That was also something that I was involved with too, with them was making the beats out of wacky shit and stuff. But I was the, I would tell them, I was like, yo, this shit's whack now. Like you got to focus on your own music, bro. Like stop making beats out of fucking condoms. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah. Cracking eggs and shit. And uh, yeah. 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 But um, he was definitely like the starting factor with me making music because he recorded me for the first time. Like actually helped me make a song so i was like oh shit like i guess i can make music so that was kind of like wow so like where you were an early friend to him and like helped him sort the style and were a mm-hmm. piece of that like he's still the homie that looks out for you and like yeah he like helped me make music and shit he was fucking he, he was always like he, like he always means well like he would always fucking try to not try to go out of his way but he would go out of his way for homies like yeah that's cool yeah that's cool that's just like in his family i guess huh? yeah i guess his fucking you know his fucking dad was so awesome you know trinkled a little bit on him yeah okay so that's that part but then i guess that gets it a little bit forward so mm. you're out in la you're living there modeling and then like i guess i'm also curious of erased project because that i had no idea that you and Luis were 13 years old together and like yeah. that early and I don't, uh, I only see that from the outside. Mm-hmm. And I like, 
for me, I'm like, every time you pop up in a video or some shit, I'm like, this kid's funny. Like, who's this? What, what's going on? So like, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like I also now feel like I kind of know some of or a lot of your crew just because you guys do a very good job of being friends on camera and doing all of that. Mm. So was that like you're doing your thing, Luis is doing his thing and it's a nat natural evolution or was that like you got like, yeah, how, how is that tie into it? I mean, Erase Project started because of our friend Marcos, the okay. the one I was talking about. We became friends over uh, Hondas. He oh, um, he needed a way to live out in LA with us. This was when I couldn't afford the apartment. Oh wow! So, so you're still just fucking yeah, grinding, I'm still fuck, doing whatever. Yeah, still fuck my life at that point. But he was he couldn't afford to live out there so my friend Luis was all like yo let's start a, a clothing brand and I'll like give you some money to like design or something like that or like do whatever make it cool and yeah so they came up with erased and then that was like the that it was started to keep him living out in LA holy shit so it was very much clothing centric first mm -hmm. yeah yeah Wow. And then again, you, I think that's probably a natural tie in with you paying close attention to like fashion and stuff. Uh -huh, yeah. That. yeah. Damn. That was, yeah. And then where does like, where does it start getting good for you? Because like, I know, like, again, before we started the podcast, we were talking about like those like, oh my God moments of like, damn, right. we got to get like the cool car. So like, right. where's the page start to turn for you? And like, you fucking chain smoked yourself cigarettes out here <laughs> yeah. on the non-registered truck you fucking yeah. grinded you stayed at Swaco's house yeah. you're making things like where how is like your progression of the come up where does it start to look up for you yeah so that was when I started focusing on Swaco like working with uh, Swaco and doing the music and helping him with style and I directed all his music videos and um just would do like all the creative direction for him shit yeah and i helped him meet his first manager because we bonded on some clothing outside of a studio like on some just I, I was smoking a cigarette outside of the studio i quit but i mean maybe i should pick it back up because that was yeah, like my social, my turning yeah. points yeah <laughs> i was out i was outside of a studio and uh he was out there like because he was like i don't or actually i probably can't say what he was doing but he was out there doing some stuff and I was like, yo, that's a sick piece that you got on. And he was like, hey, thanks, bro. Like we started chopping it up and then I took his number down and then he was just an entrepreneur at heart. So he was like, yo, Swaco's music is good. Like I want to manage him. So he wasn't even like a music manager. No, star. Oh <laughs> he my wasn't God. even a music manager, but like he knew how to do shit. Like yeah, he knew he how just to understood business. He knew business. So yeah. he knew how to like get a product out there. And yeah. the product was Swaco. So yeah, he fucking came on board and then we started grinding even harder towards like the music so we're like yo let's make this music work so Swaco was a big piece like that that part of his come up like that changed the lives of like a lot of the homies a lot of around the homies, yeah for sure yeah it definitely like I feel like I was affected like one of the most by it just because like me and him worked so closely yeah with everything that was going on like to where it was like it trickled down on me to where it was like that's what started changing my life i was like this is how shit works i saw the way he worked at things and i was like i need to do stuff I, like i need to switch it to Holy different shit. mode to how he was looking at things so you just like brought each other's strengths out where you're like here i yeah. got you on style and fashion whatever mm -hmm. but like at the same time you're seeing the way that he works on yeah, music we were, and yeah. the way that he looks at things and him making mm -hmm. viral videos or whatever and yeah. like you're like oh yeah, I was like that. I take I take pieces from all my friends because I think all my friends are fucking sick. That's how so it like, should be. Yeah, yeah. So like with Luis too, his business, his fucking core dedication to making sure everything is cool. Like I'm like, okay, I'll take a piece from that. Like, yeah. dude, you guys can feed off me as much as you want because yeah. I'm also feeding off of you guys. So yeah. it was like I'm a big like the like the top the five people that you surround yourself with mm -hmm. is like the net of who oh, you are. Oh, for sure, like, dude. Because if you're hanging so out with real. bums, that, like it's so sick. Like you said, when I first came into the house, you're like, this house is just a house of different creatives. Yeah. Like the first girl that I met, Mia, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, she takes photos. I was like, 
that's fucking sick like that's the kind of house that you should be in exactly. if you're living with roommates at least surround yourself with roommates that are fucking sick Dude, you know it's so important yeah. so you like really had that with your friends like you guys were mm. really bringing the yeah i'm dude other. like i literally can't like hang out with a lot of old friends because just they, we did not have the same vision for our future so it was just like as much as i love them and it's no ill will towards them but it's just kind of like i need to yeah. surround myself around someone else with a like mind well that and it's like when you have that like super crazy drive and you're like obsessing over these things oh, like it's all you sure. want to talk yeah. about so if you have friends that are just like chilling going to like whatever parties and like not doing whatever mm -hmm. you're just like there's only so much that you can get into oh no for sure for sure yeah it's like it's either you're on one route or you're with the route with the friends that are giving you new opportunities yeah so it was yeah. like yeah holy shit okay so that's all happening and was it happening before because like fast was like crazy like that song went crazy yeah it did could you feel it happening before that or was it like this overnight moment where you're like oh what the fuck no i knew it was all happening like it's just you know yes i don't know how to explain it but you just know like how i know certain things right now yep it's like i knew yeah i i was Dude, I swear, I think I was like the first, this is like, this ties in, believe me. Please. I swear I was like the first person with COVID. Like, <laughs> Bro. yeah, just let me dive into this. Okay, okay so okay. this is before we fucking, everything blows up, but blows up to insane proportions, like out of our control. What a great hook into a story. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm believe in. me. Yeah, this is how I wrap you in. So I go to China. This is, we're on and this is when a race is popping off too. Like a race is doing really well. Sales are doing awesome. Let's film some videos in Japan and China. So I was like, they flew me out to, to China. I got stupid sick, like insanely sick, bro. Like the sickest I've ever been. Like my throat was swollen. I'm like trying to find fucking medicine out there in china and it's almost near to impossible because you have to download a vpn have you been to china i've not been to china i've been to japan but i have not been to china dude japan is amazing Love japan. we can talk about that yeah. too but yeah. fucking china yeah literally you have to download a vpn to fucking even search the web to map somewhere oh to where you God. can get fucking medicine so, so you're back to like no smartphone technology just it dying felt primal bro i was <laughs> like dude i need to eat a root <laughs> something i was like i need something to fucking <laughs> nutrient me so i don't die out here holy shit okay so and what was even worse is that our fucking apartment or not apartment but our hotel thing in china for some reason was a like a guest thing we were on a fucking groupon a race wasn't doing that well we were on a fucking <laughs> we were on a groupon fucking hotel thing out there and uh like i guess some fucking other people got booked to our room and they would like come in and i'm sitting there sick as fuck i'm like why are these people coming in and they'd like be some random chinese man going like oh shit oh. like i shouldn't be in here yeah. like let me get out and i was like yeah like but they would get keys to our room so it was like it was shit. I was going through a shit time. Yeah. I was sick as fuck. And I was like, dude, this is a sickness I've never experienced before. And this was like May 2019, 2019, I think fast blew up. Yeah. So this was in May. And then I go to China or I go to Japan after I'm feeling better. But in Japan, I get a call from the manager from Sueco's manager. He's like, yo, bro, we need you back in America. And I was like, what? I was like, why? And like, I already had a hunch why that something crazy was going on with the music. He's like, bro, we need you to direct fast this instant. You directed fast? Yeah. What the fuck? That video is so cool. Thank you, bro. I appreciate <laughs> it. I worked hard on it. What the fuck? A lot of it is kind of loosely based on Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. God, you're, this is a full mind blown moment right now. Oh my fucking God. Okay, so you're in Japan. Uh -huh. You get a call. Yeah. Fast is blowing up, but mm -hmm. doesn't have a video doesn't yet. Doesn't have a video yet, yeah. And they're like, you need to get back and make this video. That, it all linked. So it was like, yo, Sueco just signed for X amount of dollars. Yeah. By the way, they want a video. So I was like, me? they're like yeah and yeah. hearing that major label signing dollars too you were probably like what the actual fuck did you just say i literally looked at everybody in our airbnb in japan i was like yo i'm about to go buy a beamer 
<laughs> and they were all like, what? No oh fucking way. My God. They were all fucking like so stoked out of their minds. I was like, bro, life just changed. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Dude. But like at the same time, it, it was so bittersweet because at the same time, I'm like recovering from sickness. I get a call from my mom. She's like, yo, your childhood dog just died. And I was like, bro, like, how do I even feel right now? So I was like, it was such a fucking roller coaster of emotions that like, I was like, I don't know what wave to ride right now, but I was like, fuck it. We're going with it. We're, this is it. This is life right now. I was like, life is changing. Holy shit. So they flew me back early from yeah. Japan. Everybody, we were supposed to be there for a month. They flew me back the first two weeks that I was in there. Wow. Uh, They're like, yo, write a treatment, get some shit like ready to show them i was like fuck okay yeah so i like wrote up a treatment sent it over then the production team spruced it up animated it had all the shit we went back and forth and i I got to see firsthand how all that shit worked and i was like damn this is fucking like this is sick i was like i love this shit so was that the first video that you got to like really get in there and like direct direct Mm -hmm. yeah like i would direct all of our like videos before that like everybody's music videos i was always the guy directing it okay so you were doing it you just didn't have a budget i just didn't i never had a budget yeah Yeah, yeah. no but i always had the creative mind i guess but to like do it and so that was when we saw that shit and i was like wow like i get to rent out a fucking uh store in beverly hills i was like you guys are just gonna let me do that i was like then let's do that i would like i would say crazy shit i was like i want jarell to ride a horse and then they were like done i was like i want the horse to talk and they're like done i was like what the fuck i was like i didn't know that this is how it worked i kept pushing the bill i kept pushing the bill and then you're just like all right they said yes the horse talks yeah yeah that was literally i was like yeah now if for anyone going back and watching the video they're gonna love that part even more of the horse rapping god i'm gonna love that part i need yeah because i really pushed the bill on all that shit yeah, I was just like, I want it to be zany. I want it to seem like he's chasing this world that we've finally reached. But it's like he has to fight battles on the way like of dealing with fucking all the stress and shit of L.A., which was like when Scott Pilgrim had to fight all the exes yeah. to reach the final boss. You're blowing my mind right now. So that's like when you're like, holy shit, like life just changed. You're yeah, in Japan, I came you back call, and I copped the white M2. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That was like, that was fucking, dude, I was like, are you shitting me? Like, we went to the Beamer dealership, Swaco and I both, and he caught the blue one, and fucking, we were just right there together, like. That's also sick that as a friend, he, like, got you paid, like, that you were a part No, of he was like, like, I mean, he knew, like, it, it was like a mutual agreement that, like, we were, it was something we were both working towards, like. That's cool, man. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I, like, I have no musical talents, but I've always been around music. I've always loved it. And I've uh-huh. always enjoyed being behind the scenes myself. Yeah. But unfortunately, you can be in situations where you can help somebody that you really believe in mm. and then the success will happen. And because it's them as the name or they're the, the front facing person, mm-hmm. you can have the situations where like where, yeah, they you don't take get that what you thought to the you... bank and you don't. For sure. And it's like, and I'm not saying that that I'm not like, I literally am not putting that on a specific thing or throwing shade, mm-hmm. but like, you just hear that story all too often. Oh, you so know, for the sure. opposite of like your friends being like, no, you're fucking coming up with me. Like that's yeah. the shit that I love to hear. No, for sure. And it's like, I know that those situations happen. I'm not, you know, naive. There wasn't always like a back of my mind thing, but it was always like, accept it, you know, if it doesn't go that way. Holy so shit, I was just yeah. like, okay, like if it, you know, if he gets signed, he does. But it was no, it was like they put me on, he put me on payroll for being his creative director and all the shit. And I was just like, yeah, fucking yeah, life changed. And um, we moved in together. Uh, all That's of us. the house that he shoots the TV with the crossbow. Yes, yes, that yes. Was that was yeah. He fucking. I don't know why he did it either. I was just like, you're a demon. But that's what money does to you. <laughs> you're me. a demon. Yeah, I was like, that's what money does to you. So. It was, it was, fuck it. He bought a new one. So it's so funny. Okay. So that's the house, the house that I saw in that, that video. That's the house. That's yeah, you guys the all famous in. house. Yeah. yeah. I moved in there. Me and my girlfriend moved into one room. Jarrell moved into the room across from me. Wow. Uh, so you and Jarrell have like been oh, through Oh, me, it too. like in all of these stories, let me pretense that 
I don't know if pretense was even the right word, but Jarrell is always right by my side doing wow. all this. That's my right hand That's, man. He's like, he's your dude. Like he's if, your if I need somebody to talk to about real life shit that's going on, fuck everything else. He's my right hand man. Like that, okay, that man shit. will listen to me and he'll just, he'll, he's the best listener that you could ask for. He'll just sit there and listen and give you his advice. And he's fucking, he's the best. Shout out to Jarrell holy shit when did you guys meet that was uh through skating like okay. a long time like not what? a long time ago but i was probably like 18 17 so you're like in la and uh, i was that. it was when i was i was visiting it oh, wasn't okay, when okay. i was like Maybe, did you say that oh. yeah no, no no but we clicked like immediately it was like yo we're homies we're brothers for life okay so, that so was like, y'all are in the house together yeah yeah i mean don't, don't yeah don't get me wrong like when you live with somebody you get annoyed with some tendencies sure. that they have, but Drell's very well aware of my vocal tendency, my vocal <laughs> fucking complaints about shit he's done. So it was like, as much as I love him and he's my brother, like there was sometimes living yeah, with him like, where I was like, all right, bro. Yeah, that's to be expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Okay, so that house, that famous house, Jarrell uh -huh. is there. Yes. And then the other artist, JD, too, I forgot to mention. I don't know if I know. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. He had, he, his song, uh, NBA or not Dunkin' Donuts? Is it Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, NBA Dunks, Dunkin' Donut Double Cups. It, how like, did I miss went, that? I don't know how you missed it, but that was another artist with us that had a song blow up. Holy fuck! So you guys are like an incubator of like blowing shit up at this point. Yeah, kind of. And again, like you could feel it. You're like, it's happening. I just knew that JD. He's a really good artist. So yeah. it, he was always in writing sessions with. A, a lot a lot of artists would like have him in on writing sessions and shit like that so he was always like when i heard his music I was, it was another one where i was just like whoa like you've yeah, got it yeah like you just had that mm -hmm. feel that instant yeah. knowing yeah yeah his, his song yeah his song blew up and it was it wasn't on fast level but it was like it was just like awesome yeah another yeah. song can do that yeah. House, yeah yeah you're like okay cool like it mm -hmm. can happen we again. can keep like, doing not, it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. Okay, so then your creative director on payroll living at that house and mm. like that's that's where it happened. That's yeah. where you're like, "All right, cool. I have a fucking M2." Like, yeah. Things got better. That was when things got better, yes. Holy shit. And then the pandemic strikes. Oh, fuck. Is that that timing? Yeah. That's exact exact timing. Oh my god, cuz you brought COVID back. <laughs> yeah, cuz of me. It, I was the one fucking America had a big defeat with me. It was secret. Damn Kept it. undercovers, yeah, but it was me. Damn it. I know. I apologize. <laughs> but no, no, don't. I don't want anyone believing that. But yeah, no, it was I listened to a podcast and even though it sounded like a joke, <laughs> now it could you imagine like <laughs> huge ass tabloids? Yeah, right? So COVID happens and then that changes the path of everything. Yeah. Were you guys like That was when I took music serious. Oh, that's where that comes in. Yes. Holy. But that's not that you couldn't skate. Mm. But like, so yeah, it, it's how, how does that shake out? Cause okay. we also didn't touch on you. Are you still modeling at this time or like what? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. I was like doing, I like did a Snapchat commercial recent. That was my most recent thing that was like in modeling before all that happened. There's not like it. Skating just can't be my passion because it is my passion. Like I love skating no matter what, but it can't be my career. Like, cause I wasn't, I'm not good enough. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm, I have a lot of injured parts in my body. Like I have a freaking metal in my knee too, because I tore my ACL and meniscus in Portland. Oh fuck. So yeah. So it was like skating is kind of out. Like modeling is cool, but you got to really like dive into that world. And I'm also not six foot tall. So it's like harder to get a lot of jobs that, Every, they're very biased in that industry so i was like yeah okay i need my own route now yeah but and that's cool i think that's really cool that you decided to do that and you didn't try to just be creative director for like everything like for, that's, yeah that's really interesting yeah um it was just more so luis again he was telling me he's like dude make music really yeah he was the one he was like bro make music like you need to Holy make music shit. And I mean, he knows you well. You guys, yeah. And then, like, yeah, like literally after we got off the phone call of like all of our lives turning and changing during COVID and like just shit happening, real life shit. The, after the come down of our very high fucking roller coaster of traveling the world and fucking like doing all this new shit, radio tours and all that fun stuff. 
holy fuck dude the roller coaster went down and we were just like all right we hit the ground again it's time to figure shit out oh my god so that was like when i was like okay i can make music yeah i was like i i know how and i have an amazing producer too uh, my friend zach aaron yeah he uh he's my producer for all my music and uh i was like fuck it we'll just we'll hanker down and just get in the studio every every week as much as we can and make music this is extra cool to me now talking to you about this and hearing it mm. because it's like that extra excitement of like this is all so fresh this is very fresh yeah like it very well could be go crazy and you could have that Swaco moment at any time like yeah. i didn't realize that it was this it's very fresh fresh yeah and at this point now like as we're talking as we're recording this mm. that's the focus like 100 percent. okay that's it yeah. like um i have songs that i'm just like the way i saw Swaco, like get ready to market those songs like when he had fast yeah we all knew it was a hit you just knew. and i have song a song that I'm just like, I yeah. need to make sure all my chickens are a lot. Or what's the saying? What is it? Uh, 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 ducks in a row? Ducks in a row. Is there, there another go. chickens one? I don't know. Oh, I, they're all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need all my ducks in a row for this song to release. But yes, I, I have so much music. I've only dropped like four songs. Yeah. Yeah. Like four yeah. songs. But I have a lot. And see, this is again, like this spot where like, I am such a big believer. Like I came from touring with a band, band getting signed, going mm -hmm. and working at record labels and mm -hmm. seeing the record label system. Mm -hmm. And there is definite value that labels can bring. And every, mm -hmm. I mean, you saw like Swaco, like oh, obviously for sure, yeah. like, what a major can do and all mm -hmm. that. But now here I am talking to you and I'm like, holy shit, like you've been through it. You know the back end. You have the manager friends. You've seen what goes viral. You've seen yeah. all of these pieces. Yes. So I'm like, oh fuck. It's like, time to put it together. That's where I'm like, I didn't realize that I'm talking to you in real time like oh, this. Oh, this is like, this is real time happening right now. Scheming. I'm scheming. Oh my God. Okay, so to to bring it back. So you're oh. in this moment right now where like you're putting all these pieces together and yes. where certain new artists would need a team and would need mm. a creative director and a label. Mm. Like you've very firsthand seen all mm. of that and learned that. For sure, yeah. So like as we're talking, you're putting this together. Yes. Holy shit. As we're talking, this is all in the works right now. What cool timing to do this. No, we for sure. We will always yeah. have this as a timestamp. No, stamp for sure. Of like, yeah, that's like, fuck, dude. yeah, when I seen that uh, you you DM me and I was just like, I, I, I scrolled to it and I was like, oh shit, like he wants me on his podcast. I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm down to do a podcast. I want a time stamp because I, like I said, I'm not good with memory. My, my dates and times get muddied. So I'm like, I want to timestamp this certain time in my life because I know my music's about to go crazy. Holy shit. What an extra honor too. Like I, I didn't realize this was your first podcast. Like again, for me, mm. all I saw was just the combination of all of it. And I kept seeing, right? Like I, I saw the Swaco thing. I didn't even know you directed it. But like I saw in that little documentary where you're mm. like explaining where he looked all whack and you were so funny about it. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, okay, he got it. And then erased and you're showing up there and like erased looks so good. Everything Luis is doing. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then I listen to your music and I'm like, this isn't just like some kid putting out his first song. So like I had no idea how it's. Oh yeah. Together. There was definitely mulling through like tracks. I was just like, I, I know what sounds good. Like, especially cause I'm an avid music lover and listener yeah. that i'm just like i know what's whack and what's not whack and also all my friends make music and they're very good at it so yes they all helped me hone in but like damn also like what a cool rare circumstance where like you have you've literally been through it and seen it mm. and you can see it now again mm -hmm. for yourself like yeah. this is so exciting this yeah is so definitely cool. definitely so then i guess like as we look towards the future like Mm -hmm. what's the goal like we're coming out of the pandemic like are you gonna go like full just artist mode like get on tour yes. do that or like full okay full artist mode trying to market myself my music now more so yeah. i need to get into the music marketing side yeah. i need to make sure that when i'm doing shows there's a crowd there yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm just making sure that we're getting that all aligned and uh i'm working with the erase team we're doing this thing over there too it's called 
Syndicate Studios. So we're we have our own little team over there and we're working on some some really cool fucking projects. Holy shit. So Erased has gotten bigger than just skate videos. Yes. Oh we're past God. that. We're not Dude. past it in the public eye yet, but we're past it mentally. I just like this is everything that gets me excited about like what's next and like this whole reason of the podcast is like nothing inspires me more than seeing a group of friends just be like fuck it we're doing it on our own and mm. kill it and like set the bar i legitimately feel like you guys are setting the bar like yeah i needed to know about these things i was so curious where i'm just like mm. all of these things like people are going to be playing catch up to what you're doing. And mm. the fact that you're like already like, cool, you're excited about that. Like we're past that. Like we're already working on this other yeah, shit. Like, it's just I, like, oh my fucking God. I appreciate like, this. I appreciate the excitement too. But I feel like we all have felt like we all is in the sense of like Luis and I and like a couple people over there at the race team have felt like there's a certain cap to skateboarding yeah. and there's a certain cap to that market and um that was kind of what got into the talks about like ryan's music career is like oh my god that's that's next endeavor because he's a friend supporting you being like you need to do this Mm -hmm. you guys are realizing you're like cool we figured this out with swaco it worked Mm -hmm. we know media you're doing all these things Mm -hmm. so now it's like your time where you can like guinea pig yourself in the best way Mm -hmm. and like flex all the strengths of everyone yeah I want to do it successfully, though. Fuck, so, that's cool. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh my I hope God. I do it successfully. I know I will. I know I'm going to do it successfully. Yes. But I'm glad that we got to talk about it right here. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's, and that's, again, my favorite thing with this podcast is like I, I had Savage Gasp on, like after Pumpkin Scream came out, like he had that song, like I had a couple songs that kind of like popped off on TikTok. Mm-hmm, on TikTok, yeah. And then we talked and he tells his story. But since that podcast, like shit got even crazier. And I'm mm. like continuously watching it. And I think that's so magical to be able to look back and be like, that was that era. That, and yeah. it's like, it's so cool. So like, I don't know, like normally I conclude these with like a kind of like looking back or like advice to those. And I feel like you're like so in it, like granted you have your accomplishments, but right. I guess we could do something of like right now, uh-huh. at least at this point yeah if you look back at all of it like what do you tell a past version of yourself or as you reflect like what is that piece that you wish you could have done sooner or known even though there will still be such an evolution don't get distracted oh that was like my main thing is i was so a jack of all trade that i struggle with that so bad dude yeah i was so a jack of all trade that I didn't have my ace. I didn't have my like one card that I could pull that was going to be my success card. And um, I'm everything happens for a reason. And I think that, you know, like if I blew up as a musical artist when I thought I should be blown up, I, everything would have fucking crumbled. Holy shit. But I think I would hope that if I could tell my past self advice or to anyone out there, it's focus. Don't be a jack of all trades. And I mean, some people really fucking successfully do it, but that's the people that can genuinely give their love and attention to each and every section of what they're doing. And for me personally, I'm one or the other, you know? Yeah, dude. I like, I can't believe you're saying that. Like we had a billion things where it's like, well, you do that too. But like, that's on a very personal level. Mm. It's been a struggle of mine. And it's kind of like a theme that I always come back to in this podcast is just mm. like, I feel like a lot of the very successful people are the ones that have just been so tunnel vision on something. It's tunnel vision, exactly, yeah. And it's so hard for me because I want to be tunnel vision mm-hmm. and I love the hustle and I love the business and I love everything, but I just get so excited. Like, yeah. you know, if you look, like yeah. it's like, cool, I went from touring to working at a label mm-hmm. to management mm-hmm. to, you know, like a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't regret any of that myself either. Right. But every time you change gears, you kind of have to like remaster something. Exactly, again. yeah. And it's like, I, I, I get it. I feel you in saying mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking feel that on a spiritual level. No, too. for sure. Like literally that's like the most crucial. And it's literally been as of late, I've dialed it into my head. I'm like, the music, the music is what it is. I was Dude. like, focus. So like my whole tunnel vision right now is music and i want to keep it that way until i feel it's appropriate to be tunnel vision on acting 
Wow. Oh, shit. So you already see like the evolution. Like I said in the beginning, I love improv. So I'm just like, I want to. The callback. The callback, right? Yeah. Fucking, I love improv. So I'm just like, tunnel vision right now, music. Childish Gambino. Donald. Dude, fuck you. (laughs) I was literally, I was about to say, I'm going to throw a Hail Mary and say an inspiration of mine and say. I'm glad Donald Glover. He taught a fucking writing class in New York in like 2006. And every single one of those writers that were in his class are successful writers. Like that would write on like The Office and shit like that. Like every single writer that was in his class. Like I think he only had this class for those kids too at that time. I'm not sure how long. I could be a little bit fuzzy on it. But it's like, bro, he's one of the jack of all trades that are successful at it. he did it. I literally like on like a list of like goals or like constant things that I need to remind myself Mm -hmm. of. I have like a line that's like uh like five names that are huge inspirations of mine and it's energy like donald glover because yes yes for sure he he's so he has this like self-deprecating humility where he can make fun of himself and Mm -hmm. like you know be on community or like og stuff like college humor and like college yeah did you see mystery team that movie that he was in oh my god i have to show you it's so good but like the og comedy donald glover amazing of course right yeah and then dude when he came out with like camp and like the freaks and geeks ep yeah like that was like college backpack rap that was like uh what was that that was like mac miller and chitty bang and like all of these yeah. other artists uh asher roth asher roth and like yeah. all of that was yeah. so popular and then everyone thought that he was a joke with it uh-huh. and then you go back and that aged the best and it was so oh it good. for sure aged the best everything that he's done has aged the best it's like it's you can go so back to camp and good uh-huh. yeah definitely and then atlanta and his vision of everything and like fuck dude atlanta is like literally my one of my favorite shows ever i have a lot of favorite shows but that's one of them oh my god i i wish there was a season three is there season three coming out i fucking hope so i fucking hope so bro. i can't believe you said that like yeah. this is too crazy yeah well, all right. So you're gonna you're gonna tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. Right now, tunnel vision. Exactly. Music. Holy crap. All right. I think we leave it here. Let's leave I think, it here. Thank you so much, man. Of course. Damn. I hope to be back more successful. Yo, follow up episode. Follow up episode. Oh, next, cool. Next time I'm back, dude. I'm gonna come in the. Oh uh, my god. GTR Nissan GTR. That's next. Nismo. Yeah, that's next. All right. That's next. Yeah. <laughs>